Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 330 featuring danceinforma.com. What to do when your arches scream ouch. It's June 29th, 2021, and we have a self-love Saturday tip for you here at Dance Tips Daily. Let's dance on into our blog written by Katherine Boland. Our feet, on which we balance, turn and extend. They also carry us through life when we're not dancing. The human foot is an astoundingly functional adaptive mechanism. It's the fruits of millennia of evolution, yet some stresses of modern life, insufficiently supportive footwear, long days on our feet, and yes, rigorous dancing without adequate rest, are beyond the foot's ability to function and adapt. It lets us know that through pain, a common instance of this happening is with plantar fasciitis. Plantar is the mid-arch of the foot, fascia, connective tissue, and itis refers to inflammation. Taken together, this means inflammation in the tissue of the arch of the foot. Other symptoms which show up with the condition, which are also characteristic of the body's inflammatory response, include redness and warmth to touch. Most problematic, particularly for dancers who have to ask so much of their feet, is the pain. This is most often at the arches, but other areas in the feet can also become sensitive to the touch. Muscles in the area can become tense and strained by the distribution of work and weight, in quotes, load, when midfoot arches are compromised. Plantar fasciitis, PF, can also contribute to pain somewhere else, such as at the hips or knees, explained Dr. Joan Howard, physical therapist at the Harkness Center of Dance Injuries in NYC. He estimates that around 10 to 20% of his patients are currently experiencing PF and about 40% have experienced it at some point in the past. That 20% are often coming in for another, in quotes, primary complaint or medical issue. And an assessment reveals that they're also experiencing PF, he explains. Unfortunately, PF can be something that's not bad enough to call out of rehearsal, school, or work for a medical appointment, but bad enough to make dancing and even simply walking painful. The pain can often be bad in the morning, but dissipated by later on in the day after walking around and other activities on the feet, says Howard. We can link activities such as good amount of jumping to persistent and end of day versus morning pain. All of that being said, what we can say causes the condition. Howard breaks it down to two sets of factors, extrinsic and intrinsic. Extrinsic are those from the outer environment, such as temperature, flooring, and footwear. The former two can be especially prevalent in contemporary dancers, says Howard, who too often have to dance on non-sprung floors or other surfaces on site-based work and chilly rooms. 
Ballet dancers, especially those on point, tend to have more foot-related issues because of footwear. A dancer and point shoe have to get along like a team, explains Howard. It's so important to get fitted and refitted often for point shoes. This is because the foot changes over time due to adaptation of being on point. Other extrinsic factors include relative stress without rest, overtraining, and a short plie, not bending the knees enough. Intrinsic factors include a short Achilles tendon and tightness in other foot-slash-lower leg muscles, such as flexor hollicus longus, which moves the big toe, excessive pronation, rolling in towards the insteps, or supination, rolling on the outer edges of the feet, can also contribute to PF, as well as a short plie, as can foot arches on the higher or lower end. Excessive tibial rotation or turnout can also contribute to the condition. Given these known causes, are there ways that we can prevent the condition from happening? We dancers can take certain steps. We can ensure that our footwear is sturdy and supportive so that when we are not dancing, our feet get a break. Shoes designed with higher arches in cases of high arches and appropriate arch support in cases of lower arches can also be helpful in preventing this condition. Aspects to do with dance technique, including making sure our plies are as full and deep as possible, particularly in landings from jumps. Also, of course, landing smoothly toe ball heel. As mentioned, getting fitted and refitted into point shoes is important for keeping the feet pain-free. A large factor which Howard stresses is rest. Overworked feet will let you know with pain that they're overworked. What if prevention hasn't happened and you're experiencing PF? All of these actions can help ease the condition going forward and hopefully prevent it in the future. You might come to learn that you are prone to the condition and then be more proactive with these measures in the future. For what you can do at this point, again, sufficient rest is key to healing. If you're in the midst of a performance season, try to be smart about how you can step back and work a little less hard. For example, you can mark whenever possible, try to avoid warming up multiple times before performing with smart timing, and find places in choreography when you can find subtlety and ease instead of expression and exertion. It's a challenge to try to modify movements in preparation for a show when trying to allow an injury to heal, but it's necessary for healing, Howard affirms. Interestingly, some things that are good for health in general can ease the condition, as well as contribute to prevention, such as hydration and a strong core. Thorough and adequate stretching after dancing, which is important for many reasons, can also help make sure no areas in the feet or legs are leading to PF through tightness. Balls such as foot rubs with little points all over help to work into the arches and bring in blood flow, says Howard. Physical therapists also utilize a special massage technique called gastron to help bring a lot of blood to the affected region and break up scar tissue. This speeds the healing process. Graston is inspired by a Chinese medicine technique known as gua sha, which uses various tools to similarly work into areas that need more blood flow in order to heal. Howard sees taping a PF foot as helpful and not in any way harmful when done properly. It can stabilize the area and reduce pain, therein making it more manageable. 
Icing heat and analgesics can also help make symptoms more manageable, including with pain or sensitivity at other areas of the feet resulting from PF, such as the heels. The only problem is that it doesn't address the root cause of the problem at hand. Check in with your technique and lifestyle aspects. Do you pronate or supinate? Do you take a nice deep plie, especially when landing from jumps? Does your footwear fully support your feet, toes, and arches to heels? Most of all, Howard says, make sure to give your body appropriate rest. There's truly no substitute for giving the body the time it needs to restore. Even if you've never suffered from PF, attending to these things can make it more likely that you'll never have to. If you have in the past, it'll make it more likely that you won't have to again. If you're experiencing it now, you can address the symptoms while also getting at the causes of the condition. You don't have to dance in pain with a stage smile while wincing inside. Our feet do a lot for us. Let's make sure they can keep doing that by caring for them well. Thanks so much to Katherine Boland of danceinforma.com for giving us permission to share her awesome blog with y'all today. Today, I challenge you to take just five minutes to either roll out your feet with a tennis ball or massage it on your own with your hands. Give those tootsies the care that they deserve, especially if we are on them all day. That being said, that's your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed, and as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today and tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.